Welcome, friends. Hi. Hello. Etc. Y'all are listening to How Do You Do? The show where we interview our friends about their jobs. You got it. It's time to learn, y'all. Zoom, 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 zoom. Hi. And welcome. This is How Do You Do? My name is Brad Breakfast. I'm joined by... Hannah Backwards. Hannah, who the hell is our guest this week? Poe. Poe. Hi. Poe Dameron or... Uh, Poe the Panda. Edgar Allen. Yeah. <laughs> the Edgar Allen Teletubby Panda. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, so Poe po Hendricks. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say that. I can bleep it out if we have to. That's fine. Replace only... it with a dolphin noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that good at audacity yet. <laughs> Neither am I. I. I've only had to bleep one thing in the entire run of the show so far, and it was somebody's name and something that I deemed to be potentially libelous. Yeah. But if if they're listening to this and they know it was about them, fuck you. Uh <laughs> But it wasn't, it wasn't Phil Riker. It wasn't Phil this that yeah. time. No, Phil Riker, I have all of my opinions about him that are not, I, I'm not stating them as fact. I'm not saying, you know, anything that could be considered libelous or as he would call it slander because he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> but uh, Phil, I believe Phil... In, in my heart, I think that Phil Riker is a stinky, weird, uncomfortable, incel-adjacent, um, giant titty baby of a man mm -hmm. uh, who has bad... I think his facial hair, when he has it, is bad. <laughs> I think it makes him look... Like, dangerous, but not like, oh, he's dangerous. Like, oh, he's dangerous. Like, I don't want to see that guy on a playground. But let's go ahead and get to the show. So we have Poe. Yeah. You you do you don't know what's happening. I don't. I he's, have no idea what's happening. An, he's been an enemy of the show for a while. Yeah. He, um, he, he was, like, making fake social media accounts. And, oh. and so when I mentioned it on the show... He was like, I'll show them. And his threat to me was, I will make you famous. And I was like, do. Thank you. Yeah, do it. And that, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Like apparently sent a link to the show to several people. Like, I'll get them by Sharing getting us more money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, last podcast network. Check yeah. out this asshole. Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> I get fucking paid for that. And yeah. so he's, oh, twist the knife. Oh, Jesus, how dare you, you, yeah. you incorrigible how bastard. Dare you share? <laughs> no, nobody can ever hear this podcast I release to the entirety of the internet worldwide. You mean you, you no longer release it on 8-track? No, no, it's not on the DC++ network in 2005. We are, in fact, on Anchor. And Spotify and many other networks. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. But uh, we are—it's—it's it's how do you do? It's the show where we interview people about their jobs and what they do and what makes them them. And Poe, you work in 
IT, which I'm told stands for I'm told. Yes, it's I'm told, um, <laughs> which I, I'm told every day that I'm doing a bad job yeah. by all of the clients um, because but, things are broken. Well, they don't know better. No, no, they don't know better. Um, I just show up and make things work. I'm basically like Jesus, but for computers. Yeah. I just resurrect things. Do you, do you think that Jesus was... Black? Yes. Yeah. We Obviously. know that. Got you. <laughs> no, I think there was like at least one alcoholic uh, who was at the water to wine incident and was like, I, that guy's going to save me so much fucking money. I, I think that was just him. Yeah. His, I, think, I think water was just really not that great because yeah. people like shit, in it? shit and dump dead bodies into it. And they were just like, yeah. do we have to drink the water? And he's like, I got us <laughs> and turned it into wine. Baseline. It was Sandy. <laughs> and like <laughs> at, the very, at the very least, crunchy water is yeah. not fun. Yeah. At its cleanest, it still makes your teeth hurt, which <laughs> not where you want it to be. No, no. Wine makes you not care about your teeth. Exactly. It's true. <laughs> I've shown up to many classy, uh, you know, events with like red teeth. I've been like, I am classing this place up. <laughs> Everyone else had red teeth, so it's fine. You see everybody else with purple red teeth. You just swish your mouth with white wine, and then you're good. See, (laughs) my brain's kind of trailing at some points, and I'm just like, I was when you were talking, and I was just like, Humphrey Bogart. He might have been an alcoholic. (laughs) I know he had halitosis. Yeah, that's a weird fact in my head. That's just (laughs) taking a presidency. He was. uh, He was also. He flew on planes in World War II. I didn't know that. Yeah. So did uh, 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 Cary Grant, maybe? And Jimmy Stewart. Oh, I know Jimmy Stewart did. Jimmy Stewart was like a gunner. Wasn't the dude who wrote Star Trek? In, like, Gene Roddenberry? Gene Roddenberry. Didn't he fly planes? I don't know that one. I think he did. Don't quote me on that. Well, he's in space now. <laughs> he is. He is in space. Uh, so... You you do work in IT. Uh, it says here you're a field technician for cash automation machines. Yeah, I do cash automation machines now, um, which means I go into banks and casinos and cash repositories, um, and I work on machines that count, stack, collect, store large sums of money. Yeah. Um, you have also worked in, what, schools? Yep, I've worked in schools. I've worked for a company that did laptops for uh, Walmart and other giant corporations like that in Bentonville, Arkansas. Yeah. Um, that was weird. Um, Walmart's really weird. I'm sure everyone knows that, but... Walmart's super weird. Yeah, Walmart is weird. I learned something recently, and I'm still not 100% sure if it's true. I think we even learned it on this show, but that Walmart, in order for Walmart to carry your product, your company has to have a presence in Bentonville. You have to have a home office in Bentonville. You have a home Home office. So that is true. It is true. Um, Whether your home office is occupied is a whole other story. Okay. 
because there's a lot of offices there that are just dark. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've driven by them and been like, oh, there's no one in there. Yeah. Thank you, Charmin. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's it's very Weird. strange. Uh, the home office is a very strange place. Uh, it doesn't have windows. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all, but um, it doesn't have windows. Um, I'm sharing all your secrets, Walmart. <laughs> it doesn't have Is it like a brutalist building? Uh, is that what kinda, they call it? It kind of reminds me of like a school. All right. Like it looks like a Midwest school. Weird. But okay. no windows. And no one can take anything from you. Like if you like if they come to your office to like have like a meeting about like, oh, we need to buy laptops or like whatever. And you're like, would you like a donut? They're like, no, thank you. It's transactional. Like if I take this donut, I have to give you something in return. What? Well, that's what? that's a really weird office culture. It's very strange. Like they're like, I was like, like a, like a water. And they're like, no, absolutely not. No, thank you. Did wow. and did they explain it to you or is it yes? Because just... I was just like, I mean, like it, we got donuts. Like you can just take a donut. And they're like, no, I I can't have a donut. I have to, I have to give you something. We can't accept anything because that like shows favoritism. And it's very very strange corporate behavior, and it makes me, it made me not trust Walmart even more yeah, than I didn't trust Walmart. Yeah, like that makes me uncomfortable. Just take the goddamn donut. Just take the donut. <laughs> I'm Hearing just, that, it's a donut. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, it's not. It's not even a good donut. Like I'm poor. Like I had to buy like cheap donuts. Like if you were rejecting the donut because it wasn't a good donut, I would be less offended. Right. That when you hear something like that, it it reminds me of hearing about office culture in like really conservative societies, and we go, oh, that's weird. Like how Japanese people are expected to sleep at their desks. Yeah. During the day. Yeah. And you just go, oh, that's completely foreign to me. I do that every week. Well, <laughs> being expected to. That's true. Yeah, fair. <laughs> we get in trouble for We still do it, but we get in trouble for it. But when, like, Walmart, you can't. I, yeah, so they you, have to get you. Ha if you take it, you will get in trouble. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, like. Hospitality is just gone there in that yeah. sense. Ugh. I don't. I don't like that. Well, there are so many stories too about like uh, the Walton family technically having claim to if if their employees get into car accidents and have a settlement, and like Alice Walton will come in and take that settlement money because it's in their employment contract. And I've always thought, you know, that probably has a grain of truth. It might have a grain of truth. I, I, Alice Walton was really nice from what I remember of her. That's so we had a guest who knew Alice Walton and, and described her the same way. She was super sweet. Yeah, she's she was super nice. Um, yeah, like she came into the shop a few times and I was always just like, oh, look at that sweet old lady. And they're like, that's Alice Walton. And I'm just like, OK, I don't care. Could yeah, she not be a sweet old lady. Like, well, and when. When people describe Sam Walton, it, to me, sounds like uh, describing, uh, like a meme somebody saw about some conservative idol on Facebook. Like, you're, something your grandma would share. And it's like, oh, he drove around in this old, beat-up Chevy truck because he never wanted to upgrade. Yeah, he technically did, but it was because he was portraying an image, and... He also had a fleet of Maseratis, and he's Sam fucking Walton. 
Right. He didn't live out of that truck. No. <laughs> no. He drove it to open new stores. You rubes. <laughs> but that's... Uh, yeah. So I, I think there's a lot to all of this mythology on these people. But I kind of want to go just cause trouble in the Walmart corporate office now Good by manipulating them. Oh, man, it was so hard getting in. Oh, I'm sure. I got locked out so many times. <laughs> just like delivering laptops. Because, I mean, they buy a lot, like pallet loads. Yeah. Because um, they wanted MacBooks. And we were the only authorized Mac dealer in that area. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, so we were just like, where would you like us to leave these? And they go, wherever. And you're like, <laughs> okay. And you'd go outside and you'd forget to prop the door open or like have someone come out with you. And you'd like, oh. it'd be like, clunk. And you'd be like, Fuck! <laughs> it's either 500 degrees or it's like nine, and you're like, this sucks. Yeah, Arkansas <laughs> is not a comfortable place. No. I love Northwest Arkansas, but man, there's definitely a lot to uh, be desired there. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, our shout out this week, Hannah, do you remember what it was about? Okay, um, so this morning, I was perusing Facebook, uh, getting ready for work, and I saw a. It was a st pretty standard religious like fear post about somebody who got he got a, a toy in his Sonic wacky pack. I think oh, he called it yes. a Happy Meal. Yeah, but it's Sonic. They have the fucking wacky pack. <laughs> I am the ultimate number one Sonic super fan, and I would know. Uh, but this you know, week or month or whatever, Sonic's toys are masters of the universe. Mm -hmm. Something oh. near and dear to my heart. They're cool as shit, too. I gotta go, guys. Got one yeah. across the street. They're spoons. Uh, they're like little cool spoons. And he are they got... like the old spoons from the 90s that change <laughs> colors? Color changing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so excited. His daughter got the Skeletor spoon. Which is metal as fuck. Yeah, that's like, the one I was I like, want. that's badass. That's the it one looks I super want. cool. And he claims that it is evil and leading his children off of the path to Jesus. I mean, technically it is evil. It's, it's Skeletor. Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. He's not nice. No. But he's also a children's cartoon. He is. And very ripped. He w he was self aware of how evil he was to the point where he even played it up. I remember him oh, specifically yeah. saying, I'm not nice, I'm Skeletor. Yeah. Because he did something nice and somebody called him nice. He's like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this guy is so religious, he is afraid, and he, he threw it out the window of the truck. Yeah. He littered. Which, probably, that, I don't think they had, like, litter back during Jesus times, but Jesus wouldn't be a fan of it, right? No. No. I'm also, like, what if they, what if they did litter? Like, what, like, what if, like, all these artifacts and shit we're finding, like, along the sides of, like, roads, like, ancient roads and stuff, and just, like, pots and, like, we that's do. just litter. We do that's find. That's just ancient litter. Yeah, like, one of the best places to dig for, um, anthropologist and archaeologist is in like uh technically it's it's a sewer it's like a a waste um site 
Yeah. And they find pottery and stuff. And I'm guessing that it's like, <sighs> there's not really a modern equivalent, but you know, you break this pot that you normally would use every day, but it's broken now, so you throw it in the toilet, which just happens to run along the street. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly how accurate that is, but that's that's how I see it in my head. But yeah, I think I they just replaced clay with plastic. Yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Like a thousand years from now, they're gonna be like, "Look at this, we found this. It's just a fucking lunchable wrapper." <laughs> but yeah, they, they lived the so quaintly. <laughs> Look at these tiny meals. This is all they ate. This is all they ate. Even though we None would eat of, like six of them at a time. They, they, don't, they, they don't know that, and hopefully they never find out, and they think that we were <laughs> wonderful and not slamming six Lunchables into our face at 3 a.m. They separated their meat, cheese, and grains, <laughs> unlike the modern way of life, which is iSnack 4.0, <laughs> and it's just like slurry. That they pour directly into the tube in their nose. <laughs> yeah. Pills. <I> <laughs> yeah, pills. pills. I would love meal pills. but Yeah, but I've... then you don't get to enjoy the wonderful number two <laughs> uh, burger from Sonic, which is my favorite burger. The supersonic cheeseburger? Yeah, the supersonic cheeseburger. Which one is that, mayo or mustard? Uh, that is, I do both because I'm a feral animal. Well, no, that's how you should. <laughs> I remember that they used to have one of them was mayonnaise and one was mustard. And I was like, mm. can you combine them and make a number three? And they'd be like, a number three is already something else. Can I have a 2.1? Yeah. yeah can I? Make it, but make it better. Do it. But better. <laughs> yeah. But they're always just like, do you want mustard or mayonnaise? And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Also, can you put that on my tater tots? Yeah. And it's great. You should oh. do that. I get well, I get the tater tots with with cheese because it's just a slice of cheese that they lightly microwave. <laughs> and I like I like scraping it off of the cardboard. It satisfies my autism. Okay. It's a uh, sensory so, uh, thing. Like I it's I like that rubbery cheese. Uh, that checks out. I mean, <laughs> it, it sometimes the weird things that scratch your brain, you're just like, yep. Ugh. oh yep. yeah, that's biting styrofoam, the styrofoam cups. When I'm done, I'll just go and I'll just bite it. I won't chew it. I won't bite it off. I'll just sink just... my teeth into the styrofoam. Yeah, one in four people who are listening right now totally understand everything we're saying. The Good. rest of them think we're insane. A little neurotic, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, constantly. <laughs> but that's life. Uh, um, but this person is named. Uh, oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say is like I could never have Nerf footballs as a child because I would them? I would bite chunks out of them. Yeah. Like a great white. Yeah. I, Just full mouth open as wide as I could get. Honk. Rip it off. <laughs> that sounds so satisfying. Right oh, it's now. really great. <laughs> I I do feel that. Yeah. Uh, th so this guy, he he got this spoon. He said it, he said his daughter said it felt evil. Yeah. So his he threw it daughter. out. Threw it out the window of a moving truck. Um. To me, that just that smacks of the n genuine nature of products you get at Sonic. That. The evil spoon felt evil. Good. Yeah, that's dope. And the Coney's gonna feel like a hot dog. Like <laughs> it's real food. 
But then I find out that this guy, James Phillips, also there are allegations that he uh, lied about having cancer and then claimed he cured it by visiting snake handlers who gave him like leech therapy and uh, also therapy by staring at the sun. Like the dude is clearly troubled. He has a ton of missionary photos like uh, in Africa, like he's definitely Aww. doing some colonizer shit. That sucks. It's bad. He's just a bad person overall. And 100% of the comments that I saw were um, calling him an idiot, including plenty of other Christians saying, you're a lunatic. It's just a fucking spoon from a cartoon that existed, you know, 30 years ago. I can't wait for him to find D&D. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he like, has. What? Yeah, these were the people who... Well, apparently he's never seen a Skeletor ever. Yeah, that concerns me because he seems about my age. And saddest childhood. I, I grew up with, with He-Man and Masters of the Universe. My post when I shared it today was Prince Adam doesn't litter. Because <laughs> he doesn't. He wants to keep Eternia clean. <laughs> this is this is all really heavy. I understand. No, I was, I was just like, now I'm just going back. I was like, man, Beastman was the shit. Yeah, many faces was <laughs> many the shit. faces was awesome too. I just like now I'm just like thinking about like, man, I I really didn't like He Man. I really disliked the villains. Yeah, well, Man at Arms was pretty cool. Man, he was I. He was like, <laughs> his action figure was dope. I had that yeah. as a kid. Yeah, he looking that. back. Uh, he's gay coded. Uh, 100%. Yeah, you see yeah, that fucking yeah. mustache? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> he's Prince Adam's best friend. Yeah. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah. The best Just friends. Friend. They sleep in the same bed. <laughs> just like best friends do. <laughs> and it's, it's fine. I just. He's, he's, he is definitely tongue punching that brown star. Every oh, night. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He has the power for sure. <laughs> And that is intercourse. <laughs> that tight little Hank Hill ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this guy, this guy's name is James Phillips. Um, definitely go check him out. His wife is a Plexus uh, representative, because why the fuck would she not be involved in an MLM? <laughs> oh, good oh, God. God. These people are everything wrong with the United States. Um. But, yeah, he's a snowflake who's scared of spoons. And that leads me to my rant, which I don't get... I don't get hyper-political on this show, but I'm about to. Yeah. Um, conservatives started calling the left snowflakes. They can't... They can't differentiate between any, you know, different sect of the left... They're all just Democrats to them. And I know this because a guy wearing a Trump uh, sweatsuit last year um, accused me of being a Democrat because I said I didn't want to talk politics. Oh. But it's because he's a crazy person. Um, I just want that sweat. I don't, like, I fucking hate Trump, but I want I want to see this. It's I, bad. It, I mean, it looks cheap. Oh, no, it I don't want it. It looks very cheap. I mean, we're talking, we're, I mean, there's no liner in this sweatsuit. It's just the sweatsuit material on skin. 
Oh, it's gross. <laughs> so you know, it, you know it stinks. Yeah. Because like you're sweating it. Like the the liner is what wicks the moisture away. I smelled it. Oh, <laughs> he was that close. Well, he was. He, yeah, he, was, he smelled that bad. Oh. <laughs> he, well, he, he was talking to me and he started talking politics and I was like, I don't want to do this right now. I was tired. And uh, he said, well, you must be a Democrat. And I said, that is not something you know enough to say. Like, because I'm not. But I'm also, like, I'm a firearms dealer. Like, there are so many other reasons to recognize that I'm not a Democrat. But beside the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh... They are really the real snowflakes. They're the ones who have been offended by everything. Been offended by Nike shoes, coffee makers. What um, was the name? A jacket. Yeah, Carhartt? Carhartt, yeah. Carhartt, Carhartt? jackets. You're, yeah. Or, oh, you're wearing... Um, Roundhouse, baby. Roundhouse, yeah, but... <laughs> uh, do, you, do you own a good Carhartt? Oh, yeah, I own like six. Absolutely. They're great. They're super warm. Yeah. Union made. Wonderful. <laughs> and they've always been union made. Like, oh. they've... People telling you how evil unions are are wearing union-made goods. Unions, they're wonderful. They cost a little more. Yeah. Well, they also treat their employees moderately like, better. Like human beings. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, it's it's just, it's, you gotta wonder how sane these people think they are, because you know how sane they aren't. Right. And, uh, <laughs> but... I, I guess that's just it, that, you know, these people who have canceled so many brands because they had different opinions are the same people who are like, why is everybody so divisive? And they're the real fucking snowflakes. Yeah. I they mean, really are. No, 100%. They get, they get so butthurt about everything. 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 Uh, I, yeah, everything is offensive, too. Yeah, I love it. Like the, I love the that that whole "Let's Go Brandon" thing that popped up for a while. Yeah, they censored themselves. Yeah, it's it's amazing. They're like, "Let's go." I'm like, dude, I say fuck Joe Biden every day. Yeah, yeah. And also, that, who the fuck fuck Brandon too? Yeah. Like, I hate that guy. Yeah, um, it, there was a, a coach. Coach purses um, had this ad with. It was a human being. Modeling a coach bag. I couldn't tell this person's gender. They may have been non-binary. I don't know. They were also a person of color. Oh, that's what they fucked up. It, well, the comments were all, I'm not buying another coach purse. I bought my first one in 1967. And that one I latched onto and said, you bought your first coach purse in 1967 you're not going to be around to buy that many more coach purses. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. That was, like... You peaked. Yeah, almost. <laughs> that, that was 60 years ago. Yeah, she's like, you're going to lose my business. Don't like, worry, well, we're going to lose going it to either anyway. way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, how will coach this huge corporation ever recover? Oh, damn. <laughs> Old Ethel. She never bought another purse. Not because she didn't agree with us. It's because she had a heart she attack died. and died. She <laughs> this comment. Well, I also, I did get mad about something just before Poe got here. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, I mean, who it was. Yes, well, who who was it? I mean, uh, Pearl Jam, but specifically Eddie. Specifically Eddie Vedder. 
<laughs> and this is my my plea. I should have a million dollars, just like Eddie Vedder, because I can also hire very talented musicians and just go, <laughs> and then if I forget any words, I'll just say, yeah. And that's that's what Eddie Vedder does. Yeah. I He may play guitar. I know he plays the ukulele on that Into the Wild soundtrack. I own a ukulele. Technically. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> we have tried to tune it. It doesn't it, work. It says guitar. It <laughs> did say guitar on the box. But I will buy a real ukulele. I'll spend that money. I will put in the startup capital. Give me the soundtrack to Into the Wild 2. <laughs> Which... I mean, can't work because the character is dead, but... <laughs> no, he comes back. <laughs> yeah. It's it technically, it's a version. prequel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's two. Uh, I, just, I, I know everyone has a price for everything. I want to know how much money it would cost me personally to punch Eddie Vedder in the mouth. Yeah, I bet it wouldn't be as much as you think. Like, he's not at the height of his fame anymore. No, he's not. And I'm just like, I was like, I, would I be willing to pay? How do we get this quote? How do I get, Eddie, if you're listening. Yeah. How much money do I have to pay to punch you in the mouth? Full force. Like, I'm not just talking like a love tap. I'm going to absolutely fist of the North Star, take your head off the shoulders. You're going to get throttled, Eddie, but here's the plus side. You're going to get more money than you've ever gotten from Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that's the how do you do promise. And how do you doers just start tweeting at Eddie Vedder right now. Find out what his price is. Look, Eddie, it's no matter how hard Poe punches you, it can't make you uglier. And I'm not that's not a dig. You're you. You know what you look like. An old goblin. It's been it's it's your Wikipedia page says it. And if it doesn't, I'll fix that today. But. Yeah, I mean, man, you didn't you didn't get there on your looks. You got there on your questionable lyrics, because I know what the words claimed uh, claimed to be on your you know your your genius lyric sheet, and I know what I heard, and they were not the same thing. Had to be there. With a box of tools. I don't know what you're saying, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure one of the lyrics in that song is, On a wizard on a whale. <laughs> on a wizard on a whale. Yep, yep. Uh, like, on a wizard on a whale. Yeah. And a coal. Yeah, and a Nicole is in there for some reason. And a Nicole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Make me fries. And then guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Eddie. Get at us. How do you do 420 at gmail.com if you just want to send us the quote? Send us an invoice because it's guaranteed to happen. Yeah. We'll, we'll buy tickets to, we, come on, you'll, you'll be at one of our 
we can get local sp- casinos soon. <laughs> we'll get sponsors. <laughs> we we can get so many sponsors. Oh, I, I know, I know. The hard times would jump on that. Oh yes, they would be all over that. Yeah, they have an amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of money. I don't know. How much they don't have worth. the onion money, but they've got no. close. But the Onion would well, AV Club would sponsor. I was it. like AV Club, maybe maybe the Onion. Is the Chive still around? Is that a thing? I don't. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, they weren't great, but no. they had money. They did have money. <laughs> I mean, you know, probably one hundred percent of Chivers from like twenty ten invested in NFTs. Oh, one hundred percent. They they yeah. they, oh, they, they they bought that NFT of well, who was that? Justin Bill Bieber. Murray. Oh yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was, yeah. a, that was a chive thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They yeah. Hey, Mer- how did Murphy. that? How did that age, guys? <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray still your hero? Cause uh, not ours. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sad times. Sad times. We, we loved the OK Corral. Loved Caddyshack. <laughs> Hated problematic behavior against women. Okay, let's go ahead and read some facts and then some questions. Alrighty, so I've got two facts, just kind of tech-related. But uh, the Firefox logo actually isn't a fox, it's a red panda. That is true. Yeah. And then robot comes from the Czech word robota, which means, or which translates, to forced labor or work. Is that, so who... Like the who who did that or, uh, originate from? Was that like Asimov or who who invented the word robot? I don't know. It's Czech, so it's gonna be somebody named like Pavel. Yeah, I didn't go that far. <laughs> I, I don't know Czech last names. I just know a first name. It's all this apparently all Pavel. All Pavel. All Pavel. <laughs> <laughs> I I went out on a limb and it broke. <laughs> it happens sometimes. It's comedy is dangerous. It is. It's it's difficult and that's why we do it. You do comedy. I have been known to get on stage and make me make me laugh a great deal. Okay, well, that's yeah. fair. You are a very funny person. And we're going to talk a little bit about comedy too, but mostly mostly your job. So Yeah. Let's get to that. Poe, what are your pronouns? Uh, he, him, they, them. Fantastic. I, I, I am a them. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome. It's been a while <laughs> since we've had a them. Yeah. So I, I love it. It's refreshing. It is. So we, you kind of. Like <laughs> <laughs> it is the superior water. Uh, what exactly? I mean, you said you go into casinos and and banks and stuff and you you fix the machines that nobody knows how to work basically yeah pretty much yeah they are very intricate right they are incredibly intricate um for well to get qualified to work on one of our machines just one of them um it the class is usually about a week long Wow. So they fly me to a different state and I stay there for a week and then fly back. So I do a lot of travel for this. That's that's a lot of. And they just put you up in a hotel. Yeah, they pay for flights, food, hotel. um, And uh, cars, like if I need a car. It's a sweet gig. It's a pretty sweet gig. Hmm. Uh, I don't. 
I, I don't hate that part. Um, I do hate that they put us on the smallest aircraft humanly possible uh, because I have vertigo and lake effect winds are a motherfucker. Yeah. Because we fly into Chicago. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. On a basically a, a matchbox with wings. Yeah. It's been upgraded to a coffin. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I, I don't like that idea. <clears throat> it's not fun. Yeah. And now I always end up like sitting next to like uh, a Karen. Okay. And she sucks. So you're not flying first class. No, 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 no. Not business class. No. 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 Sometimes I get business plus if they fuck up enough. <laughs> <laughs> like one time I had a seven hour layover and they were like, you can get a window seat in business plus. And I was like, thank you. I'm now two seats ahead Yeah. on this 13 seat plane. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, thanks. So what made you get into IT? Um, my dad did it and I consider myself as smart as my dad. <laughs> and I was like, I could do this. Cause you know, the family businesses like computer science. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I was just, I was like always like really like hands on as a kid. Yeah. Um, his autism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel that. So I took apart and like put together all of my toys. It was like the first thing I did. Like I'd get a toy and be like, sweet. I'm taking it apart. It's a symbol. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I so still I, do that. Yeah. I mean, I still do too. <laughs> I bought an amplifier today and the first thing I did was take it apart. Um, cause I'm a monster <laughs> and I can't just go home and play with it like a normal human being. No, I have to see what's on the inside. Uh-huh. Um, so I was, I was always like really handsy as a kid and I tried doing like retail and I've always felt really gross doing retail because I always I hated just like knowing that I'm fucking someone over. Yeah. Constantly. Because I worked in phones. There's no, oh, no there's nothing good about phones. Right. Like they'd be like, I don't get signal at my house. And I'd be like, all right, let me look at this map. I don't know why you don't have signal at your house. Well, meanwhile, I'm looking at it, and there's clearly a big fucking dead zone seven miles around your country house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, just, have you tried restarting your phone? Can you leave for another two days so your warranty could lapse and I'd lock you into a two-year contract? So, yeah, yeah. that it sucked. And um, I got just sick of doing that, and my dad was working for a company who did um, work at schools, like doing like in, like big installs and things like that. And he was like, I think they're hiring at this really small school in like Muskogee, Oklahoma. And I was like, I live in Tulsa. He's like, it's better than a phone store. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? That's a great Fair fucking point. point. So I got a job doing that with no experience. Um, and it just kind of fell into place. And that's I've been doing it pretty much ever since. Except for that brief stint as a bartender during pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It did make for some great material. Though. It really did. <laughs> Wonderful material. So altogether, how long have you been in IT? How long have you done it? 
10 years. Nice. Been doing yeah. it for quite a bit. Yeah. A whole ass decade. A decade. <laughs> I'm 30 now, which is a terrifying thought. But yeah. I never thought I'd make it this far. Oh, yeah. You're... you're Every day is, is a gift. Every day is. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, Man, this is like that. Now. This is like that, like, Christian, like, it's a blessing that you have cancer. And I'm like, thanks, you dick. Yeah, I turned 35 on Monday, and that's, that's going to be, woo. Yeah, it's going to be great. It, it, everything hurts. Yeah, yeah, I found that out. <laughs> I went to the doctor because I have insurance again. Yep. Woo! Yeah, insurance, <laughs> basic human needs. I know. It's great. I uh, went to the doctor and I was like, hey, um, uh, my jaw just falls out of socket um, sometimes. And he was like, oh, yeah, um, you've worn your joint out. And I was like, oh, how do I how do I fix this? He was, don't. <laughs> yeah, it just stays shitty forever. <laughs> I was like, really? And he's like, um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> wow. I, I was like, there's not like a knee replacement for my jaw? And he's like, no. Yeah, you've never seen a jaw replacement surgery. No. And I was like, well, I'm, it could be a thing now. No, it's not. You you just have a shitty face forever. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So what does a normal day look like for you? Um, once you put your jaw back on. Once I put, <laughs> once I put my jaw back on. Uh... Um, I get up at six in the morning, uh, because I have to basically make sure I'm awake before bank is because yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do is run money in the morning and I open my, my phone and I look to see if I have any incoming tickets. It's basically our like problems that people have had. They submit a ticket to our dispatch and I look at that and I try to organize my day at that point if I have multiple. If I don't have any tickets, I'm kind of free to mess around for like an hour or two before I can try to like schedule a preventative maintenance call. Because like we do, we do like try to stop them from breaking. Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. they Before break. they break. <laughs> so I usually will call up like either a bank or see who's open if I can get in. Sometimes I say yes. If they say no, then I'm kind of get a bye day. Okay. I just sit around and not do anything. Um, but if I can, then I go in, clean a machine up, make sure it doesn't need any parts. If it does, order them. That's kind of my thing. And I just, I drive around most of the time. Or I sit at my house. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a very strange wow. job. These... IT is a very weird job not job <laughs> yeah it seems like it it's it's like periods of boredom punctuated by terrifying excitement oh yeah yeah and and these uh, precision machines that that run all day i mean obviously the parts will just wear down and eventually they have a breaking point oh yeah and you don't know when that's gonna be never <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, no. yeah even if it's made of steel it's going to break. Oh, that's coin. Yeah. Like, you know, like a waterfall scenario. It's shooting coins into steel at a high rate of speed. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's amazing. Like, I replaced a, a, a sensor today that had the in like a perfect imprint of a quarter because the quarter hit so many times in that one spot. 
that it was no longer moving coin past it. It just made a quarter hole. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. that's cool to see, though, too. It's really cool. I, I, I want to save parts that are just so, like, worn. Because, I mean, you can tell, like, exactly what denomination is by, like, size. Because you can see, like, what they run through. Um, uh, so, like, those are, like, those are, like, really interesting. I, I really like the weird problems that I get. Because we also do, like, coin sorters. I say, like, Coinstar. But not Coinstar. Yeah. That is not the company I work for. <laughs> um, but it kind of has, like, the same property as that. Mm-hmm. And you find the craziest shit in those machines because they're customer-facing. Yeah. And I say customer-facing, I mean general public. Um, I have found so much weird shit in there. Yeah. In the So at, when I worked at a casino, we had a coin sorter, and they had to take it out of our facility because um, they found a lot of teeth in it. Like, more than anything, <laughs> human teeth. That uh, was the number one weird fucking thing. That they're like, we just can't, we can't do this anymore. People are filling it with teeth. And you, you gotta wonder where all these teeth are coming from. They're not baby teeth. No, they're people teeth. Yeah, they've got roots and stuff. I say pe- people teeth. I mean, well, babies Babies are still people, yeah. but full grown people yes, teeth. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, uh, I found human ashes. Sure. Um, that was something that got dumped in there. A banker um, died. He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to be buried where he loved. His, his, his last wish was to bury me in the fucking corn sorter. <laughs> um, uh, hypodermic needles. Um, uh, bullets. Lots of bullets. Yeah. So many bullets. Uh, one of our machines got shot. Uh, rest in peace, that machine. Uh, it, it took a twenty-two uh, rim fire. Just happened to catch uh, catch on the spinning disc and just set it off and fired through the machine. Ooh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, super cool. Uh, weed <laughs> makes sense. It was that was the best panic call I've ever had in my entire life. They called us and they're like, "There's weed in our machine." I said, congratulations. <laughs> and they were like, do we need to call the police? And I was like, no. I'll be right there. How good is it? Yeah. I'll be right there. What's it smell like? I was like, well, clearly you're smelling it through the machine. I'll be there in like 25 minutes. I got to hit up a Taco Bell yeah, first. I'll be, I'll be there momentarily. But don't like, really, do you, ha- do you need to call the police? It's weed. You don't. No, no, you don't. You don't need to call the police. Literally just... Give it away. Like, someone in that bank wants that weed. Yeah. yeah. No one just throws weed into a machine and goes, yo, that's for you. The police are going to throw it in your trash can. Yes. On their way out. Immediately. And then you're going to call me to get it out of the trash can. Yeah, yeah. There's weed in our trash can. Yes, I know. The police put it there. Yeah. It was in your machine. But, um, so you find weird shit. Now, the bullets, I can kind of understand because like you know you've got a coin jar yeah. at home yeah you throw bullets in it well yeah your your pocket, whatever's in your yeah, pocket yeah, whatever's in your pocket you got a loose 22 that didn't you know that yeah. jammed in your gun and you threw it in your it pocket it happens yeah um, it still jingles so you, you miss it yeah I mean it, it goes into the machine the machine 
throws it in the trash. Goodwill gets a lot of hand grenades uh, in their donation centers every year. Damn. Because people go clean out their grandparents' house. Like live hand grenades? Or Sometimes, like... yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the people clean out their grandparents' house that has, you know, I'm taking all this shit to Goodwill. They don't go through it all. They just donate the whole Damn. attic. And it's got granddad's <laughs> grenade that he brought back from World War II. It's I want sitting... that, though. Well, and they have, unfortunately... How do you intercept all Goodwill donations? Let me rifle through them real quick. I'm not saying I want to do anything bad with a grenade. I just want a grenade. I want it. You can get a dummy grenade, but... But I want a live one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we may need to cut that out. No, no, no. I mean, none of us don't want a live grenade. I mean, we, we want to be able to throw a grenade at some point. Yeah, it's, Ever, it looks fun. Yeah, I want to do it once. I want to do it once, like maybe twice. <laughs> I mean, if there's two, then I'm going to go for two. But like, I mean, it's like a it's like a pizza. Like everyone wants one, but if there's multiple available, yeah, they're gonna going go to for it. multiple yeah. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, uh, you know that grenades were made to to be the same shape and weight as a baseball so american men could throw them i don't know i've had a lot of dummy grenades they're a lot fucking heavier than a baseball well that's that was the idea was that a soldier could just pick one up and throw it like they would a baseball and i've also seen america i've seen a kid uh try to throw a baseball and just throw it directly at their feet so i wonder like (laughs) you see where these thoughts are going yeah (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like I've I've had weird thoughts like that, like quite often, like because like as I, for an IT like guy, you get space brain really bad, like yeah. just driving. And uh, I was driving past a pawn shop, and it said, "We buy gold scraps," and I was like, "That's cool, but like you have to melt those down like into shapes, and you can't buy like a gold bar mold like those are like federally reg- like, regulated." It's like I don't think you can buy those. And I was like, what can you buy? And I was like, you could buy bullet molds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, they're just melting gold into bullets. Well, you can mold whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, you can make it out of wax, but. Yeah. But then I was thinking, I was like, gold's really soft. Like, if you shot someone with a gold bullet, like, it would really, like, fuck someone up. It would, yes. Yeah, it would tear apart inside them for sure. Yeah. But it would also be very expensive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, how but I'm, I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm trying to be in a James Bond movie. I gotcha. <laughs> I want to be the man with the golden gun. Well, I think this is a const in Constantine, isn't it? Is the Keanu Reeves? Oh, one? shit. He, is he, it? Yeah. He makes, know, uh, he makes it. bullets, I think out of gold. It may have been silver, but I think it was gold. I think it's, 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 a, it's I know it's a precious metal. Yeah. He also had a beetle on a box that he shook. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie. Apparently they're making a second one. They are. Yeah, they and are. he's coming back for it. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, uh, but to John an- Wick's killing the devil now. To answer your uh, <laughs> your space brain thought. Yeah. They just send it off. Send off the scraps. Oh. Like, like I work at a pawn shop. We yeah. Do, we have a guy who that's the only person who gets our scrap. We just send it to him. He buys it. Gives us the right amount of money. Because people come in all the time and they're like, I want to buy your scrap gold. And they will beg. Because gold is so lucrative. Man. That's just like, this is like finding out how they make fruit by the foot. 
It just, it just kills the joy in this. There's no fruit in it. There's no fruit in that. It's just pig hoofs and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so much of it. Yeah, that, well, you, that's a lot. You you got to just get a job at the the gold refinery. Like as a, you can just refine your own. You can buy scrap gold. Nah, I can, but like, you're gonna pay market rate for it because yeah. you're not like the guy. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I want to. I want. I want to be the guy. Yeah, the guy. I want to be just the guy. Wait for the value. I I sold you a metal detector. So. You did. I actually found a ring with it. Oh, dope. Oh, yeah. Good. Bring it in and I'll test it. Hell, uh, no, it's it's such a shitty cheap ring. Oh damn. Yeah, no, I had that shit set on like iron. Oh. <laughs> Still though, you found. You I did. Found? I found exactly ten cents worth. I'm assuming. Yeah. But it's that's pretty lit. It's a start. It's a start. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single metal detector. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and hopefully another one. <laughs> so many metal detectors. So how much does a job in IT, let's just get a round number. How much does it pay? I make $48,000 a year. That's a good answer. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I'll, I'll tell you exactly yeah, what like, it was. Yeah, if you feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I make 48. The only thing hiding your pay rate does is help your employer fuck other employee employees over. And mm-hmm. I agree. A lot of people are still uncomfortable because of those old attitudes. Yeah. We no. need to oh, shed yeah. that shit. Shed that shit. The only the only thing you can do is make more money. Yes. Uh yeah, my first job was in like just like no experience required, just like here's a job, go plug shit in. Uh was $17 an hour. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. It's a hell of a racket. Yeah. It is. Like, I mean, if you're willing to deal with people treating you like absolute dog shit every day, it's a great job. Yeah. (laughs) So certain type of people in that field. Well, I mean, like, no one ever calls you. Because they want to see how you're doing. Yes. Right, yeah. They're definitely Shit's coming always, to you for problems. Yeah, like shit is broken and it needs to work yesterday. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, uh, kind of along those same lines, what's the best or worst part of your job? Um, the best part of my job is no one ever talks to you. Like, you are, you work by yourself. Like... If someone calls you, it's because they can't figure something out and they just need a direction to run in. I have seen my boss two times since I started working. Dang. So you kind of get left alone then. Yeah, they leave you. Unless you are really messing up, they leave you alone. Um, But on the flip side of that, you have no one else. If you are in the field and no one answers your phone call, you are staring at a machine until it happens to work. Okay. Wow. Um, but the worst part about it is, honestly, those people that just want to make it your problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how nice you are, how fast you get it working, they are upset about it and it is your fault. They will absolutely drain the life out of you if you do not have thick skin. Yeah. 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 So you work with machines that work with money. Yep. 
do you have to like have money to uh, like on your person to calibrate machines? Does that? No, that's actually a really fun one. Uh, those machines, um, either a, they will use the money in the machine to test. Yeah. Or you have fake money that you turn the machine to recognize this fake money yeah. as kind of real money. Yeah. Like it just uses it as like a count. So like it usually detects like thickness or width or not really like metallurgic or like fibrous yeah. testing. Cause like that would then skirt really close to counterfeit bills. Sure. And they are very good at detecting those. Um, so basically like most of the time you're going to be using live bill, like to test machines. Yeah. Um, you'll run the money in and out of the machine to test it. Um, today I had to run, um, a audit on a machine that I cleaned. Um, anytime you open up the machine, it flags it like, hey, this was open. Make sure all the money's in there. So we had to pull all the money out of the machine and run it back through. Um, but it's all done internally. Like I would never touch the money yeah. um, in this machine. Um, but we ran $16,000 through this machine. That is just on hand cash. On one machine? On one machine with $16,000. Jesus Christ. Uh, that is a very small amount of money. It It's one drawer. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what? One cassette, probably? One cassette, $16,000. Yeah. So that's... I but, mean, it scales up exponentially. Oh, yeah. In size, but $16,000 is on the relatively low end. A, oh, a yeah. cassette is what? Uh, like, uh, one foot by three feet at most in, a, in an ATM, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember... Yeah, t sometimes. Depends on what the cassette is. I can't really give, like, dimensions away. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I can give you a roundabout number, plus or minus a couple thousand dollars. Uh, one of our cassettes on Big Bill can hold over $200,000. Yeah. And that's one cassette. And some of our machines have five or six cassettes. Yeah. Holy shit. I had no idea. Yeah. That's a lot of money in those machines. It's a lot of money wow. in those machines. Wow. It is sometimes a very high stress job. Um, some of our clients, I am watched by a sheriff the entire time I'm working on a machine. From the moment I hit the building to the moment I leave, I have a sheriff watching me to make sure I get in my car and leave. Because it is a problem. Mm. With people thinking we have money on us. Yeah. We don't. I'm a fucking nerd. I'm here to work on something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just fix it. I, I don't just fix it. Take it or bring, take it away. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, they make sure that, one, we're not stealing the money, which, not a snowball's chance in hell, I would be able to steal money from the inside of a bank. This is not Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, or a casino, for that matter. Casinos are even harder. Casinos are even harder. Like, I I love I love heist movies. They're wonderful, but they are 
insanely inaccurate with how much fucking security is it as a kid's in a casino. I so before we go to our ad break, I'll, I've got a quick anecdote. This is uh, as my when my daughter was born, I was working at a casino in the cage as a cashier, and one day she had taken one of her baby socks, and I think she was crawling at the time. And she had shoved a baby sock into my work shoe. It just happens. Babies do weird shit. It fits. It goes in there. Whatever. So I get to work in my work shoe. And I'm like, what the fuck is in my shoe? And I take off my shoe and I pull out this sock. I then have to go to my manager and explain this is where this came from. We're going to need to have you watch the video of me pulling the sock out of my shoe. And I'd like to go put the sock in my locker. So call security. I'm going to need two of them to escort me out of the cage to my locker. Watch me put it in my locker and then come back over a baby sock. Like it's nothing serious. That's how strict their security gets. Something so minute. In order to bring candy into work, two security guards had to walk me with the bag of candy, look through the bag, examine every single piece, and then escort me through what's called a man trap, which is basically an airlock. Two doors. They come in with me. I go past that. And then... I'm allowed to bring my candy in. Oh my god. Only hard candy though, because somebody once brought gum in and they used the chewed gum to envelop a hundred dollar bill, threw it back in their mouth, and made off with it. Ugh. Yeah. Money's disgusting. Don't put that in your mouth. A hundred dollars. It's it's they the hundred dollars was more important. Uh but yeah, so security is tighter yeah. than you would ever believe. Yeah, it's like security is insane. Like, don't, don't try to rob banks or casinos. That's that's dumb, dumb stuff. You will not succeed. You will not. <laughs> dumb, you dumb will. Stuff. You will not succeed. <laughs> I, I would be shocked if I made it out with a paperclip. Yeah, that's a federal crime too. So, the police don't come when you rob a bank. I mean, they they come at first. Yeah. Then the FBI comes. Yeah. I the think. FBI is the one who investigates that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And the thing about that is, when you get busted for that, you serve every day of your yes. sentence. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Day four day is what they call it. Ooh. So if you're in there for seventy years, you're in there for seventy years. Yep. <sighs> Really? So they'll apply that to that sentence? Okay. Well, yeah, federal sentencing it has different guidelines, and there is no parole. Okay. <laughs> Gummies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't rob a bank. Don't rob Listeners, a bank. Listeners, do not rob banks. It's not worth it, comrades. Uh, <laughs> the more you know. Yes. <laughs> We're here to help. This is an educational show, and it's time to learn. So let's take a break. Let's listen to some ads. We're going to make some money. Then we're going to come back, ask you more questions, and then we'll be all done. Yeah. Hey, do you use drugs? It's okay. I did it for a really long time. 
and I'm going to be completely honest, safety was not my number one concern. But if you need clean gear, spoons, condoms, oil burners, or most importantly, Narcan, come on, man. You got to keep Narcan around. Even if you're not using, if you have friends who do, you can keep it. Just throw it in your backpack. Call SHOTS at 918-973-2671 for free delivery anywhere in Tulsa. Don't use alone, and please keep Narcan on hand. Again, that is SHOTS. Stop harm on Tulsa streets. Hannah doesn't like that. Hello! We're back from our break, and I got the xylophone out. And then I did the breathy intro, and Hannah, Hannah recoiled <laughs> in fear and disgust. And now we're going to ask more questions of, of our good friend Poe. <laughs> the best part is you can hear it so clearly through the headphones, and it, it sounds gross. It's, it's like I'm here with you. What? Since when? <laughs> Well, we ask this of everybody who comes onto the show, and it can be in real life, it can be in work, it can be made up if you want it to be. But do you have any rivals? Any rivals? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. It's my high school bully. His name is Terry Williams. Fuck you, Terry. Fuck you, Terry. You made my life hell for years. Wh- what's Terry up to now? Uh, I think he's smoking crack. Well, that's. Which I feel like is, I'm like, that might have just been like a high school rumor, but like, I think like he like got a divorce and now he's like smoking crack or like meth or like one of those two drugs. So like, I feel like I came on, uh, I came out the winner in that situation. Oh yeah, absolutely. I looked up one of my high school bullies and I don't, I don't think he's smoking crack. I think, I mean, he was a bad, like alcoholic when we were still in high school and I think he just uh. sells used cars now. So, like, man, I've done it, and you brought this pain on yourself, Josh. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. Yeah, a big, dumb, idiot asshole. Um, yeah. yeah, like, sometimes it's like people, like, when they catch their comeuppance, it's just like, damn, that's, damn, really? Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. His... His ex-wife or girlfriend or something, maybe the mother of his children, messaged me out of the blue one day and was like, so Josh was really abusive and super shitty and an alcoholic. And I was like, yeah, with like we knew that when we were in high school. And you married him or had sex with him or something. I don't, like I don't you know. Got, you got stuck somehow? Yeah. Like, oh. like you... But... I'm happy to help you uh, get revenge or get away or whatever you need. And she was like, oh, no, he just mentioned you once, and I wanted you to know that he's not doing so well. Uh, I felt like he needed to hear that. I was like, I, I did. I didn't know I did. But I love it. Thanks. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It does. It feels good. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it doesn't feel good, though. Like, yeah. I, there was this time, like, this girl like stole my iPod touch. Like when iPod touch was like the new hotness. Yeah. I had one and she stole it from me and I knew it was her because she constantly took Xanax and like a side effect of Xanax is like stealing shit. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird side effect. 
but uh, your inhibitions are gone. Yeah, like, and uh, <laughs> she was the only one in like the front of the store with me. She was like, "I didn't steal it," and I was like, "I'm pretty sure you did, because you're the only other person here." Yeah, and I didn't steal it because <laughs> it's mine. Because it's mine, <laughs> and she's like, I, "Whatever," and I was like, "Okay," but like, I'm just gonna let you know, like, one day you're gonna fucking steal from someone, and they are not gonna be as nice as I am. And then I was looking her up a few years later. Because I was like, I wonder what she's doing. Like, she was always an insane person. Let's see what she's up to. Um, She got murdered robbing someone. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I do not feel good about this. I feel like I brought this into the world. No. With No, she did. She definitely, yeah, like, she did. took a bunch of Xanax and tried to rob a guy. And he... I mean, you did were, if anything, a warning. Yeah. I did. I was like, I was like, hey, like, don't do this. And I was like, man, like. Sometimes you don't want to look at what happens to people that wrong you, because sometimes they get murdered by a machete. Yeah. Well, Whoa. and oh yeah, like he like hacked her to like almost death, and then she was like, eh. and he was like, okay, well I guess I have to do this now, and crushed her skull with the cinder block. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I was just like, Damn. okay, so the type of death does seem a the, bit more. Yeah, like, it's that, horrifying. It's not like it's she just horror. got shot because no. he, the guy had a gun. This was no, like bad death, brutal. Like wow, anger, anger death. And then he hit her under a mattress for like a week. It was yikes. Yeah, they they put all this in the newspaper, which is insane to me. I was it, like, you, you didn't have to say all this. The newspapers don't have to. Okay, so I've got, I don't have the same kind of story. It's not a person who, like, wronged me. It's a person who I messaged once on a dating site. And I remember specifically her profile said, uh, like, as a joke, she was a bad driver. Oh, no. Yeah. And, like, I messaged her, and I, I don't remember if she read it or not, but, like, I... Eventually, I'm like, what? What? This feels weird. Something about this is weird. Like, maybe I'd seen the picture before or something. So I tossed that picture onto reverse image search. And the first result was an article from a newspaper saying that this person died in a car accident and had the same photo it was like her Facebook photo, and it was grainy. It was the exact same photo, and like I guess she was a bad driver, but <laughs> like newspapers don't have to do that. No, I don't. Oh they, they don't have to, to say how a person dies. No, I think that that's like the most amazing shit about it is like they don't have to. They do that for people who still read newspapers. Yeah, and it's because they're insane. They do it because people are curious. You know, whenever, like, somebody in your high school class dies. Yeah. Which I've, it's, hap- it's happened to uh-huh. me several times. I've seen several people from my class pass away. And I always go and click on the comments of whatever it is that's <laughs> announced it. And there's, like, three people asking how it happened. Yeah. Always. I'm like, you probably already know. Whatever you think happened, happened. But... You don't need specifics. Well, and it depend, depending on who's posting it, no one's going to go back and respond to your individual yeah. comment every yeah. time it's asked. So that's just... But yeah, I mean, honestly, it's the first thing that I think of when I hear when somebody dies. Oh, well, what happened? Yeah. My first instinct is, 
are they okay? And then I go, <laughs> well, <Wait>. no. <laughs> well, it all just depends on what you feel like happens. Well, I hope they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still like, it's not like bringing like get well soon flowers to the funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've still got hope. <laughs> they might cure this. I want to do that now. <laughs> get well soon. Uh-huh. Listen, if I <laughs> if I die, you want us to do that? I want you to bring so many big mylar balloons yeah. that say "Get well soon." Yeah, like the ones that you expect the office to get you. Yes. Yeah. I, I want those. Okay. And everywhere. Everywhere. I'll make sure of it. I, I don't. I don't want. I want my like happy birthday unicorn. Yes. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> So, Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. I love it. Congratulations on your new job. <laughs> Mazel tov. Yeah, we're just going to tie cans to the hearse. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, I want. The, I want the goofy. I just want shenanigans just for my. Just married on the back of the hearse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just buried. <laughs> just buried. Oh, my. Yes, please. Um. We got can you. I, can I have? A, I, I want a rabbi to do my eulogy. But it's gonna be. I'm gonna like Google the rapping rabbi. <laughs> yes, like it has to be that. Shalom, motherfuckers Sh- in the house of God. <laughs> <laughs> like if we could find a way to have everyone like you know like do like the chair thing where they like hoist you up on chairs, but like but just like, do that with my coffin. <laughs> Yes, please weekend at Bernie's me into the grave. I got you. We'll yeah, make, we'll it make that happen. Yep. So speaking of all of this, because this is a great segue, what is the dumbest thing that you've encountered at work? And and we, you used to work in schools. Please draw oh, from man. that. So many dumb things. Um, how long do we have? Well, just let's just just the like worst the, one. Uh, maybe top two or three. Top two, top three. Okay, boom. I got it. <laughs> top two. Actually, number one. Uh, no. Ooh, this is hard. How do I? How do I? Because they're all so great. They're great for different reasons. Um. All right. Oh, sorry. Number three. Number three. Uh, I had to pull video from the school in Muskogee, um, because a kid got run over. And that sounds really shitty of me, but the video is golden. <laughs> so this kid is riding on the hood of this car. Yeah. Okay. Toyota Corolla, 1996. Sure. Oof. So like. Slick. Slick. Like. Great lines. And <laughs> the kid slips off. And they run him over. And instead of getting out of the car, <laughs> they put the car in reverse and back over him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He got run over two times by the same car. He was okay. Very sore, but he was okay. I've come to find out later that the parents of the kid got very upset. Because the school said, you can't drive anymore to the person who ran the kid over twice. Well, good. And 
their defense was he didn't die. <laughs> and that was their defense to why she should be able to drive this car again. Also here in the nickname Speed Bump. Oh, poor kid. <laughs> and that's amazing. I hope that yeah. kid's okay. He's like, fine. Well, I know physically, but mentally now. D- I hope no. He's okay. No. He well, was riding he, on the hood. He was of a riding car. on the hood of a car through a parking lot. He wasn't all there in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Wamp wamp. <laughs> um Number two, uh, we had to fire two janitors because they were fucking in the break room during summer. And it's amazing. This dude comes in and sits on the couch, backroom casting style. Oh, no. Everyone knows that couch. Yeah. Yeah. You picture it. It's it's in your head. It's It's that couch. couch. It's that couch. And this woman walks into the break room with a paper bag over her head. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gets on a chair. So her plastic bag or her paper bag face is right next to the camera is trying to turn the camera around, cannot see through the two cut eye holes, removes <laughs> the paper bag so I get a clear look at her face. Yeah. But still holding on to it. So it's just <laughs> slightly over her face. So her hand is like on her forehead, clearly her face, turns the camera around, puts the bag back on because it has sound. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> And they proceed to do the nasty in the break room. And then turn the camera back around. It's a brilliant plan. Brilliant. Brilliant plan. At least the act itself isn't on video. Thank God. Because one of them looks like Santa Claus and the other one looks like Large Marge. Oh, boy. With a paper. With a paper bag. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Tell them Large Marge sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And last but not least um, is like my favorite first day ever on the job story. No one, nothing will ever top this story. Um, So I'd never done IT before ever in my life. Got this job and I was like, I'm impressing. I'm, 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 I'm going full force. I am going to show them like I'm keeping this damn job. They couldn't fire me if they wanted to. I found out. Um, (laughs) But I was like, let's go. And I get this ticket. Ticket says like they need this security camera installed in this room. Um, So run the line, plug it in, verify that it works. Let's go. So I go in, I move the ceiling tile, I cut the ceiling tile, I hang the camera, I install the camera, run the wild, run the wire, dress the wire, plug it into the switch, program the fucking port. I'm feeling great. Here we go. And then I close the ticket and I'm like, this is amazing. This is what I want to do. And then I get a phone call like 20 minutes later. And they were like, we need you to come back and do all that work again. And I was like, oh shit, I fucked this up. Maybe this isn't the job that I should be doing. And I get down to the classroom, just like sweating bullets. I'm like, how did I fuck this up? Like it was running. Like I verified that it was running. 
and they go, don't be mad. But two students got up in the ceiling and were fucking fucking. Yeah. But they can't say that. So they were just doing like hand. Yeah. Hand hand smashing (laughs) together. Right. And I was like, I'm not mad. I want to know what that kid said to get that girl in the ceiling because I don't want to get up there and I get paid to do that. (laughs) So that kid has to have some Marvin Gaye level fucking game he's spitting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sup, baby? You want to roll around in the asbestos? Yeah. And I was like, I can't, like, it's... It's amazing because they were fucking during a class. So they fell through the ceiling into a classroom. Ass to Jesus. Yep. And that is just gold. Like there's, there's like possum shit up there's there. There's possum shit. There's live snakes. I found out because someone got bit. <laughs> moving a ceiling tile. Yeah. So there's so much insane shit up there and somehow convince someone to get up there. And get naked. And get naked. Hormones. Hormones. It's going to be romantic. I got some candles, yeah, it's girl. it's dark. It's, it's <laughs> dark. It's musty. It literally has asbestos in it. Yeah. Those but kids have t- mesothelioma. They don't. It's quote unquote safe levels of asbestos. Oh, okay. It's under ten percent per cubic meter. Okay. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "It's safe. We just have to do a study every year." Oh Jesus! And I was Christ. like, "I'm dying." Yeah, it's measure. It's supposed to be measured in parts per million. Yeah. It's not. Safe. It's not safe. <laughs> Anything that's measured in parts per million is not safe. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like that I don't care. It's not fucking safe. Yeah. Parts per million and percent per meter is vastly different. Yeah. <laughs> it's But no, I I want to know this too. We need to track this kid down. Yeah. I need I need I, I need to know. I need to know what you said. If you oh, that's the thing. He learned lessons. Like what is this? I, I, I'm just saying. Like I, he learned his lesson, and now I need to learn his lesson. <laughs> he was a hero. He is. That kid is my fucking hero. Well, now, he died in like a tractor accident, though. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. And now I want to know the weirdest place he's he's ever done it, and I wonder if the ceiling is his like I his would, peak. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> it couldn't be. According. To the scenarios that I have of this hero child. Yeah. Um, I, I say child. He was like 17. Yes. But in my head, still, still a, a child. Still a kid. <laughs> he, he, he's out of school. He's a fucking kid. Um, this kid has fucked everywhere, I'm assuming, at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. The tractor yeah. accident he died in was sexual misadventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. He was actually in the field. The tractor just went right over him. <laughs> he was he was doing a, a corn patch. Yeah, he became <laughs> corn. Gross. 
do people or do you think people overestimate their computer knowledge? Constantly. Yeah. Right. Every every goddamn day. So what's I the talk, best? I, I do that. Well, well, sure, but everybody knows that IT means that you Google stuff a lot. Oh yeah, Google foo, like yeah. <laughs> you just get good at that. Yeah, you get really good at it. You get so good at it that someone has programmed a website that you can record yourself going to Google and looking up what you looked up. And then send them that video. Yeah, let me Google that for you. Let me Google that for you. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) I send that to people all the time. Yeah, I love that one. That's a good one. Um, What's your best story of somebody overestimating there? I mean, have you heard somebody like boast uh, about what they knew and turns out they know nonsense? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. on the last day that I worked, um, I had a teacher who just like, I know how to, I, I know computers. I know computers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. You're like 70. They don't use punch cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she sent me a, a ticket and I, I, I'm still very much confused by this ticket. Uh, it said, um, Windows don't work on computer. Please install Google. Yeah. And it it was the most amazing ticket <laughs> because I literally understood 0% of the ticket. I think... I knew those words were related to computers. Yeah, they are computer words. Those are computer <laughs> words, but those aren't even sentences. Yeah. <laughs> And I, 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 could, I, I couldn't, like, wrap my head around this insanity. Like, I was like, holy shit, you're teaching people. <laughs> like, you're educating people, and those weren't people words. That was an alien trying to replicate a computer that they knew nothing about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, there is, you don't know anything about computers. You know relative words that have to do with computers. You overheard these. You overheard these. You went to a Best Buy on a Saturday and yeah. you were like, oh, yes, hard drive. I have to get the RAM. I, I love how many people tell me, um, do you buy computers? Or, or they ask me if I buy, if I buy computers. I'm like, yeah, I buy laptops. Well, all I have is the hard drive. And I'm like, well, what does this mean? And that can be anything from the monitor (laughs) to an entire desktop computer. Once it was a router. Um, A hard drive is just, to some people, it's a catch-all term. Oh, it is. Yeah, everything. Um, I once worked at a cell phone store, which you you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, the lady training me, like, was trying to impress me. I, I've been using computers since 1992. Five years old, got my first computer, and built a Linux distribution on it. Nice. I mean, used it to connect to BBSs. I had to learn from the ground up out of fucking manuals. And she was trying to impress me with her knowledge, and she said, well... I've always been a kind of a techie 
and my friends back home called me Gizmo. And I'm like, well, this is... You a- called yourself Gizmo. Yeah, this is red flags. Gizmo was a mogwai, first of all. Uh, you don't know Gizmo. Uh, and later in the training class, she's trying to connect a printer. This, like, small office machine, but it's, you know, printer, scanner, fax. Yeah. Big, a bigger printer. A multi-form factor. Yes. A multi-function printer. An MFP. Brother was the brand, actually. And, uh... I'm sorry, I only fuck with Kyocera. Oh. Oh, you're garbage. Uh, <laughs> well, so it had, uh... On the back, it, it had your standard serial port, USB port, and a network port, so you could connect it to your router. She had taken a network cable and plugged it into her computer and then plugged that cable into the back of the printer and mm. said, why isn't this working? And I, I tried to explain. I don't know, Gizmo. Yeah. yeah and I, eventually I'm just like, you need to call IT. Like, we, how do we not have a USB cable in this cell phone store, first of all? And you, you told me you were the best. <laughs> You're supposed to be teaching me. Well, this is the best in that store. Yeah. Yeah. Gizmo. God damn it, Gizmo. <laughs> Shout out to Gizmo if you're listening. <laughs> well, I tried to explain, like, hey, we can actually make this work. We need a crossover cable. Do you have some wire cutters? I'll make one. And she's like, um, I think I can get scissors. And I'm like, I, I'm done. I Forever give up. good here. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You said crossover, and she, that was it. Yeah, her brain checked out. Yeah. yeah. Do you need scissors? She heard cutter and said scissors, because, yeah, that's, that's, that would have taken me all day. Yeah, you're not, you're not doing that. I was not getting paid that much. Good luck finding an RJ45. <laughs> Uh, so do you, uh, you, you do travel a lot for work. Yeah. You travel for training. You also travel for fixing. Yep. Yeah. Where does that take you? Uh, I usually stay within a region. Um, I think Missouri is typically as far as I go. Okay. And then Texas. Yeah. Kansas, Arkansas, but not very far in Arkansas. Surrounding areas. Surrounding areas. What's your favorite airport? Not O'Hare. (laughs) <laughs> it's nobody's favorite airport. That airport's the fucking worst. Do you know, the, that airport to me, every time I've been there has been like, hey, uh, I'm acutely aware of terrorist threats right now, and O'Hare is a target. Like, we, let's get out. Yeah, let's I, leave here. Uh, the only thing O'Hare has that I was like, that's neat, uh, is a Chili's 2. Yeah. Chili's 2 Chili's is the best two. Chili's. Chili's 2 is, in fact, the best Chili's. Um, I will not take any further questions on why it is. <laughs> it just is. No, yeah, you gotta we, go. We, we have a, another friend who who agrees with you, and I and I happen to agree. Chili's yeah. 2. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think. What is my favorite airport? Uh, probably, probably Milwaukee. Milwaukee's good. It's a Milwaukee's fun dope. They got a massive bar inside of it. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee is great because as you're flying in, and I forget which airline, but there's a roof that you fly over that says, like, welcome to St. Paul. 
And it's one of the funniest because people who've never seen it panic every time you fly over it, and it's fucking hilarious. That's amazing. It's just this business owner who's like, "I'm gonna fuck with people flying into Milwaukee." That's incredible. <laughs> I I want to do that with Tulsa. Yeah, but just like really confuse someone. Welcome just like, to Dallas. Welcome to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? I, my favorite airport is definitely Denver because uh, you, it people uh, panic. No, yeah, they hate. Yeah, uh, yeah. That especially at night, the yeah. huge horse. Oh, the demon <laughs> horse breathes smoke. It's so fucking awful. It's a huge, huge horse statue. It's like a a stallion that's reared up on its hind legs and its eyes glow. Oh God! And there's it's t- like blue too. Yeah, there are. Um, you know, just to really fuck with you. <laughs> there are murals all over it that are vaguely, like, apocalyptic. Yeah. Like, people in gas masks and stuff. Whoa. And there's, like, all these conspiracy theories about tunnels underneath the DIA. Illuminati. Yeah, the Illuminati uses it. And, oh, it's it's great. But it's go. actually a really nice airport. Oh, that's a great airport. Got Terrifying, a, but it's a great airport. Yeah. They've that's got a cool. wonderful transit system that runs through uh, it. It's super clean. Houston's got actually a decent transit system, yeah. too. Yeah, I grew up in Houston. So, oh yeah, um, so you're 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 uh, you're aware of the Houston airport. I have spent a lot of time there. Yeah, they have a they have a restaurant that charges way too much for breakfast. Yes, they have uh, everything costs too much. Yeah, that was why I bought that eight dollar St. Patrick's Day beer. Yeah. Wow. I've because uh, I used to smoke cigarettes, so I'd have to go to the airport lounge in a lot of uh, cities to smoke. If I was flying somewhere. I wish they had that still. Some of them do, but it's what? just a windowless room with That's really fine. good ventilation. I mean, I'd be fine. Like, I had to go outside in Houston. Yeah. And I was dressed from Milwaukee. <laughs> so that sucked. It's, I, I'm glad I quit smoking just because you, when you're in those, when you were in those airport lounges, you had to buy uh, at least two $8 drinks to sit there. Damn. And that's like, they call it like the captain's lounge or something, but it's just, they've got a drink minimum. Is is the captain also drunk? I have seen drunk pilots, yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. That's a pretty common thing. The planes fly themselves. That's true. They do fly (laughs) themselves. Yeah, but... They have to feed feed the plane data, and... uh, the planes also have to be fed small animals. Sorry, I didn't write this joke. I just came up with a premise right then. Uh, Is it geese? Yeah, it's geese. They feed on a steady diet of geese. Yeah. That's why Sully has a target on his back for the rest of his life. Uh, the goose mafia is oh, going to... Also, not a joke I've written all the way, but the bones are there. I like it. <laughs> Speaking of birds this actually has nothing to do with anything i'm just bringing this up because i found this out and i was like this is amazing i just want everyone else to know this uh do you know there's roving bands of turkeys just mobbing in the streets of boston because no one can kill them i well where did i read that i've i saw the headline i didn't read the whole article it's incredible because that sounds great yeah because my ex lived in Boston. Yeah. And every morning you would just hear like someone just like laying on their fucking horns like get the fuck out the street and they're like oh my God. <laughs> because they just stand in the street they're like what are you going to do? Yeah. 
Or run like, it over. You can't. You can't. You Why? can't run it over. Why are the are they protected? I think they they might be protected, and or there's just a shit ton, and they will fuck your car up. Oh, that that makes more sense. That's like deer in Austin. Yeah, it's like deer is in Aust- Milwaukee. Austin is overrun with deer right now. Like how many deer? Um, well, the problem is that Austin keeps expanding, and oh. the suburbs already had like wild deer, so now the city has wild deer. Yes, and you can't fire a gun in city limits. Well, you can't even approach a deer because it'll murder you. It's there's like a strong prob- probability, but yeah. I'm sure if you had like some salt or. I, a, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what deer deter like. Deter deer. I don't want to deter the deer. I want to become a drrunk fucking Disney princess. That That's sounds pretty good. Be I, want, with the deer. I want to be friends with the deer. I mean, I know they're most likely going to fucking kill me. Yeah. But I want to be friends with the deer. I fed him watermelon right before. I do like deer. See, they're cute. I mean, they make terrifying noises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep going. We keep going <laughs> so, off way off track. Sorry. What's the worst thing that you've seen in your work? Uh, the worst thing that I've seen in my uh, a laptop filled with piss. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this before the show. Yeah. And the kid denied it, right? He denied it. Denied filling this laptop with piss. Did he eventually admit to it being pee pee? No. Why did I go with pee pee? <laughs> I am a grown up. <laughs> Why, why did he refuse to admit that he had sprinkled his tinkle <laughs> in and around the laptop? A liquid accident. The fact that he approached me and didn't say, like, it's not piss. It's liquid. It's liquid. There's liquid damage in this laptop. I could have, I, I, I could have accepted. I spilled a soda on it. A specific thing. I did this to cause this. Just lie. But... It's, just lie to me. Just be like, my dog did it. Yeah. My dog pissed in the laptop. My younger, my baby brother is, is potty training and got toilet and laptop confused. They look similar. It's got a lid. It's got a lid. <laughs> this is not my story. This is one of my coworkers' story before I worked there. Um, he was working in a college town and someone shit in his laptop. Did they close it? Yes. Yeah. They shit in the laptop. (laughs) Instead of cleaning it, they went (laughs) and shut that bitch and brought it to the repair store. And they were like, someone shit in the laptop. And they said, please leave. And it was like a very nice, like brand new MacBook. And this is why you lock your room with your valuables inside the room if you're at a frat or Fratern frat what's the other one? Frat sorority. House. Sorority. Yeah. Sor- yeah. If you lock your shit away. Yeah. Um, because you're going to bring it to us when someone does some crazy bullshit and we're going to put it on a we're gonna put it on a podcast. That's yeah. why you spring for Apple Care. Yeah. No. Have them touch your shit. Say literally. someone stole it. Yeah. Leave that shit at home. Say someone stole it. Yeah. Use your Apple Care to replace it. Do not bring your IT person or anyone who works in it or any human being. Do not bring another human being a laptop full with shit unless so, you hate them. 
and then do that. My freshman year of college, I was living with my best friend at the time. Uh, we, we had a four-bedroom apartment. Most of the time, our front door was left open. Um, people right would People would come and go. People would come and, and get high or whatever with my roommates. And uh, my roommate left his laptop in the living room. Well, it came up missing. So, of course, we go through all the people it could have been, rival pot dealer, whatever. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been 17 years or so. But uh, uh, one night, my roommate is at a party, and a guy's like, hey, um, I'm sorry for stealing your roommate's laptop all that time ago. And my he says this to my roommate. My roommate's like, what are you talking about? And the guy says, well, I stole, I stole Brett's laptop. And he said, you stole my laptop. You thought it was Brett's. And that makes it okay for some reason in your head. And he's like, well, I thought nobody liked Brett. And my roommate's like, Brett's my best friend. I don't know where you got that idea either. I live with Brett. It wouldn't be okay to steal Brett's laptop. Definitely not okay to steal mine. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. <laughs> like, took his wallet right then and there. Got his ID. Put it in his pocket. Showed up at his house the next day where he lived with his mother. They worked out a payment plan. <laughs> it That's was incredible. taken care of. But yeah, he, he's like... I thought, like, he's apologizing because he thought he stole my laptop, but it's going to be fine since... It's yours. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah. And, wow. and a very stupid thing. Yeah, lock up your shit. I kept, lock your shit up. I kept my computer physically locked to my desk with a cable at all times. Nobody could steal it, even if they picked my lock somehow. <laughs> so always do that. But keep your door keep your door locked because people locked. will poop in it. They will, unapologetically. Yeah, and just shut it. And no, again, nobody wants to touch your shit. Nobody wants to touch anybody's shit. Nobody. Nobody and gets you can't, paid enough to do that. Uh, you can't fix that. The fetish world is getting uh, out of hand at times, so like we can't say that. But no, <laughs> the average bear does <laughs> not average. want. Yes, correct. Does not well, want to touch your shit. It it honestly it just it can't be cleaned. No, you can't clean it. There's there's literally nothing you can do. Um, short uh no no you can't you can't clean it. Uh, you you got to just that motherboard's being forever. replaced. That's... The motherboard's getting replaced. I'm I'm not even going to physically touch that. Yeah. Um, that is a biohazard. That's how you get Shigala, um, which fucking happens, and it sucks. Yeah, uh, well, and it, so poop isn't even the worst thing people find in computers. Oh, no. They find, I mean, people put no. food in computers a lot. People put food in computers. I found shit that I had to call the FBI for. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's not like, it gets fucking hairy at times. Sure. Like, so you find, I found, I'm guessing you found child yeah, content. Yeah. Copper pennies. CP. Yeah. Um. <sighs> You find yeah, it's like you find some crazy shit in computers, and then you have to call the police, and then you have to do this crazy sting shit, 
where like the police just like hide in the store and you have to trick them into saying their own name. So it'd be like, hey, make up a name. Um, Axel Rose, is this you? And he's like, yeah. And then the police jump out and grab him. Yeah. Oof. It's insane. Um, uh, I've seen bestiality on phones. Mm-hmm. That's really cool because they're like, you got to move our pictures over. And you're like, okay. So you start transferring pictures and you're like, oh, that's, oh, 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 Ugh. oh, oh, that's so much. How big is this hard drive? 256 and it's filled up? Shit. Gross. We got a long way to go. And you have to look at this human being as you give them their new phone. Yeah. And just be like, I, I know what you're into. I know. And I the, don't want this. When you bring your computer into the pawn shop, reset it. That, and if you for if you are one of those weirdos who keeps your personal files on your PlayStation, reset it. Cell phone, reset it. Yeah. We don't want to go through it. We have to reset it. Yeah. So we end up seeing that shit. And I have heard a story that there was a video of a lady getting just stuffed like a turkey. And it was on a PlayStation 4 for some reason. And they go and hook up the PS4 on the demo TV, and they're, like, going through it, going, do I need to delete shit off of it? And one of the videos started playing, and then the lady walked in the door. And That's incredible. Yeah, they're like, I don't know how to handle this. They don't make a book about how to... You unplug the TV. Yeah. I don't... You I, tackle the TV. Yeah. <laughs> that TV is is getting yeah. absolutely demolished. If you are holding a hammer, the hammer goes through it. Yeah. You destroy that. You cannot let what just happened happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. People, I've seen so... The weird ones are the people who you know are into it. Yeah. Like, they're just like, you're, you fucked up by picking me. Yeah. We're going to look at this together. Yeah, they want you to look at it. Oh, it's awful. There was this dude who was into that. And he's like, oh, we got to move all these pictures. He's like, he's like, hold on, let me, let, me, let, me, let me open this up. And he's like scrolling through it. And he's just like looking at me and then looks back at his phone. And I was like, don't make eye contact with me. I don't want this. Like, right, stop. Like, yeah, that's assaulty. <laughs> yeah. And it happens all the time because like they're like, oh, you're an IT guy. You got to be weird. And I'm like, yes, we are. But I like being weird on my own time. Please stop making me look at your wrinkly ass balls. I don't want to yeah. know you're weird. Yeah. Yes, I'm I don't, weird. I don't, don't want to th- know you're weird. I don't want to think about you after you leave. You are now taking up storage space in my head. Yeah. Forever. It's rough. And there are a lot of dudes who are weirdly into that. Um, There's a lot of girls that are weirdly into that. Yep. Which is somehow worse for me. They always tell me they're a photographer. Yeah. I'm I'm a photographer. I use this to edit photos. And then you're like, well, I got to see if your personal folders are full of junk. So I know if I need to fully reset this computer and you click it and it's just like 1,000 pictures of a person's butthole. <laughs> and. Yep. <sighs> Lots of buttholes. So many. Lots of stuff and buttholes. Yeah. And it's it's like what did you want me to see this? Is this where you get your kicks? And you know it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So just people don't be weird. Don't be sex pests. But my our listeners know better than that. Yeah. I hope so. So, does work contribute to your comedy? Oh, constantly. Yeah. 
I know you, you had bits about switching to being a bartender during the pandemic. Yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah. Um, you have some good bits about doing IT. Is that mostly where you find your, your comedy? Yeah, I mean, I find a lot of my just from, like, the absurdity of being alone for so long. Yeah. Like, for, like, long periods of time. So, I mean, yeah, just, like, driving around, just, like, thinking of just stupid shit. Yeah. Um, and then bouncing that stupid shit off my friends. And seeing if it's actually funny or if I'm just like slowly but surely losing my head, like losing my mind in a car by myself. I'm you're welcome to do that with me. I will absolutely listen to your ideas. Yeah. You're you're the first person who's ever requested a joke from me. I love that. That's my like one of my all time favorite jokes. It's a good one. I, it's great. I like it. It always gets real weird reactions because they're like, is this is this a crazy person just telling us? Like a, like a story that they made up, and it's 100% true. It's a story about how I accidentally ordered something very dangerous on the internet. Uh, it was bees. <laughs> it wasn't like drugs or explosives. It was, it, was... <laughs> it was bees um, because I was blackout drunk. It's a great story. Um, but, yeah, the, you requested that. I did it on stage, and it's always fun to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like that shit. I, I was like, I brought back a joke for you guys. Yeah. yeah. That was wonderful. <laughs> Such a good one, too. So uh, do you have any, like, great travel stories? You talked about sitting next to a Karen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got you, you always end up, like, having great, like, travel stories just because you do it so much. Um, like, I was sitting uh, next to... A uh, guy on the plane, and we're both flying to Milwaukee, and uh, we were both talking just like how much we fucking hate our like hate how our like um, job schedules our flights because they're always like very stressful and very shitty, and um, we like we're flying we're just like ah oh, man it sucks like I had to get up at six in the morning to fly to Houston so I could fly to Milwaukee and he's like man. I was like, I'm flying uh, Houston to Chicago to Milwaukee. And it's always just like dumb shit like that. Yeah. And then it turns out he was the dude I was meeting to go to this to go to class with. <laughs> he was my coworker that I was meeting at the airport. So we'd just been talking shit the entire time about the exact same issue. That's amazing. And I was like, didn't even like small ask. Small world. Super small world. <laughs> And I was like, it was funny. He's like, he got off the plane. He's like, I got to call someone real quick. And he calls my phone. He's like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, what's up? <laughs> That's I amazing. Met. I think we've met. <laughs> great time. We had a great time in Milwaukee. It was wonderful. Good. That's awesome. Made well, a bunch of friends. So uh, I got one that, that you'll appreciate. When I was still in college, I um, my computer, I had really bad Wi-Fi reception on campus, so I put an external antenna on my laptop. Yeah. But it was just taped to the bottom of my laptop. So I go through Denver International oh. with this laptop. You're seeing where this is going. Oh, I know exactly where this is yeah. going. <laughs> they pull it out of my bag and pull me aside, and they're like, so what? what is this? And I'm like, it's, it's an antenna. Like, it's specifically, it's like, I think it was a Yagi antenna. It's like, yeah. here's, here's, I'll sketch it out for you, it's fine. Like no, we're we're spraying like 
this explosive detector stuff on it. And I'm getting pretty agitated. I'm like, dude, it's just an antenna. Like, you can see where the wires go to the wireless card. Here's the port. Like, it's it's all there. There You can you can turn it on. And so I'm getting agitated. Because I'm getting agitated, they're threatening to arrest me. Yeah. The guy behind me is visibly, uncomfortably holding in laughter. <laughs> Finally get through it. I get cleared. They give me my laptop back. We get through the line. I go to the lounge. I'm like chain smoking cigarettes and drinking just glasses of whiskey at this point. Just like pints of whiskey. And Fuck yeah. <laughs> like I am shaken, pissed. And this guy who's behind me in line comes and sits next to me. And he's like, I'm, uh, I'm an engineer at Cisco. And I think we designed that. I'm like, Cool. So you couldn't have said anything during that whole interaction. He's like, no, I kind of wanted to just see how it would go down. <laughs> like, I, I was dickhead. Yeah. Like, well, I'm broke, so I couldn't afford the mounting bracket. I just taped it. He's like, yeah, I see that. Uh, you did fine. And I'm like, well, you didn't. You're a dick. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So That's traveling amazing. is fun. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you guys had the, the luxury of passing out or having someone pass out next to you in a, those very small chairs and fall asleep touching you? Oh yeah. yeah. Like hand on your thigh. Don't like no, it. I not hate that. Oh yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Where they they're like they're just like, "Ah, oh, yes, I'm asleep now." And they have like a significant other and they're just like, "Honey." And then I had to be like, "Sweetheart." <laughs> No, I I haven't gone that far. I've had just people touch me, and I don't like to be touched at I, all. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a I'm not a really a touchy person. Yeah, I don't like to be touched. Uh, if I don't know you, like if I know you, it's okay. But don't touch me if I don't know you. Um, in airports, that rule just immediately flies out the damn window. Oh yeah. Uh, because everyone wants to touch you, at all times. Yeah. Uh. It's awful. Like I had, I always have to get pat. I don't know. There's something wrong with my phone because I always get pulled out of line and they swab my phone for bomb stuff. So I'm very confused by this. Um, so that's something that always happens. So every time I go through an airport, someone is lightly brushing my genitals. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that. They, I get nervous and I joke when I'm nervous, and they really don't like jokes. No, they hate that. Don't yeah. do that. Because they're like, they take you to the side room, and they're like, okay, you need to disrobe them. And I'll say, I instinctively, I don't have any control <laughs> over it. I'll say, like, well, you got to buy me dinner first. And once, I swear to God, this very large, sassy woman, after I said that, said, oh, honey, not you. And just walked out. And I'm like, oh, shit, she's roasted me and left. And I'm naked. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, I can't fight back. That's she knows she has all the power. That's that's amazing. Uh, so how about work stories just in general? You got anything that's just uh, top of your 
Because we, we asked, you know, the worst thing, the no. dumbest thing. Worst thing, dumbest thing, just work story. D- just something crazy. Make sure we get it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, i trying to think. Just like a fun story. Oh, the high school pranks, like the year-end pranks were always pretty good. Um, school I worked for had a grass field. And uh, apparently one of their kids' dads worked for, like, a fertilizer company. And they got a really aggressive grass seed for, like, like golf courses or something like nice. that. Nice. So, like, made for, like, growing shit really tight. Like, really, yeah. really thick grass, really tall. Um, <laughs> and they poured a giant dick in the middle of this football field with this very aggressive grass. And then they dumped a bunch of fertilizer on it. Like, industrial grade fertilizer. Like, this shit's gonna grow. Like, and it was basically shit. Like- <laughs> oh, yeah. And then just let the water sprinklers do, do, do the thing. And about a week later. <laughs> shit. Very nice dick in the middle of this field. <laughs> 10 out of 10. And there's nothing you can do about that. You can mow it as much. Because that grass is green as shit. It is the whole, it is the whole sport of golf. (laughs) It's just being very, it's obnoxiously green. So there's nothing you can do about it. So they had to rip up the entire field and then ask me who done it. And I was like, we do not have cameras out there in the field. Also, I'm not a snitch. Also, I'm not a snitch. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so that's a fun one. Uh, you watch a lot of people fall down, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, like trip or just trip, up- fall over, <laughs> spit. Like, cause it's it's liability. They want to like see like if someone gets hurt, like they have to see it. Mm. So you watch a lot of people fall down, which is sometimes great, cause every year they polish those floors. And the thing about polishing a floor, a lot of people don't know this. You have to put stripper on the floor, and that stripper is wildly slick like you wear brillo pads on the bottom of your shoes so you can walk across it because your shoes do not there's no traction and people will forget where they put that stripper and they will fucking go feet just completely like 180 themselves and you watch this happen every year oh man you watch crazy shit like if you like work in like that sector like that sector of it like where you have to manage cameras it's amazing. You watch people get electrocuted. You watch people fall over. You watch the most batshit insane fights because kids are just getting so much more creative thanks to <laughs> MMA. Yep. Yep. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, working in casinos, you end up with a whole bunch of new, new fun things. Oh, once one night I was uh, I was working an overnight. And I saw a couple, the casino was relatively empty. I mean, there were three or four people over the whole floor. And I saw this couple at a machine just like aggressively fondling each other. Nice. Really going at it. Young, young and in love. And I called security and I'm like, you guys seeing what I'm seeing? And the guy said, no, what, what's up? And I said, well, he's digging in her butt real hard. 
And he looks over and he's like, oh, wow. It's like <laughs> she's got something up there and he needs it now. And uh, they had to come out and this couple was completely oblivious. Security came out and they're like, hey, um. <clears throat> and then finally taps him on the shoulder and he's like, what? Oh, shit. Like, yeah, we've been watching you finger her butthole <laughs> for like 20 minutes now. Um, you guys gotta get out and like band them and stuff. And they were really embarrassed. And yeah, that's you see all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. It's 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 cause, yeah. IT is a wild, a wild job, but it's also not like it can be really boring, but it can also be like insanely entertaining because you just meet crazy people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that you would change in local comedy? Oh, one thing I would change in local comedy. Oh, this is this is gonna get me in trouble. I Do it. Be... Uh, the shitty bro dudes, everywhere. They fucking suck, and their comedy is really bad. And if you have to punch down into like Helen Keller jokes, or not Helen Keller. Oh man, I just, oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Damn, it's I just happened. got Anne Frank and Helen Keller confused. Well, but I've heard, I've heard both. Yeah, but like either, like either one, like if you had to punch down into either one of those, or like make Nazi jokes. Yeah. Or it's stop fucking punching down. Like get better at comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking gross and it makes people uncomfortable. Um, I hate having to explain to people who are coming into the bar not to see your shitty fucking comedy. That like, hey, like we don't condone. That kind of shit here. Um, it's fucking lame. Yeah. Uh, I, we had it happen last night. We had a, a newcomer um, who did a Jewish, or it was an anti-Semitic joke about his nose. Mm. And then segued that into a racial, a racist joke about black folks. <sighs> and But he, he walked the entire room, basically. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, the, the, there was no laughter during the entire set. It was painful. He was just flailing basically on stage for his whole set because he had nothing. Um, he was terrible. We had a table full of uh, full of ladies who kept talking to comics on stage. And then finally, I, got an, I heard enough of it. I turned around and just as poisonously as I could, I, I said, uh, shut the fuck up. And... And then I went on stage and said, you know, let's try not to talk to the comics while they're on stage. They're not here just to have a conversation with you. Yeah. And um, go they, to the bar. They left. And I guess when they left, one of them must have farted. And it was horrible. I had to walk through it twice. So I addressed that on stage and then told everybody it was them. Because I should, as I should have. As you should have. And I said, if you see those women, say I said fuck you with no context. And uh, they were outside when we left, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. I I hope somebody did it, because fuck those, <laughs> fuck those women. Like, you know, they, who, who talks to comics? Don't talk to comics while they're working. No. Unless it's like invited yeah if you ask uh if you do crowd work that's one thing yeah if you ask the entire audience how do you feel about what and then they they all yeah. answer that's fine
But if you're just shouting things at comics after they say you're stuff, an asshole. you're an asshole. You're not helping. No. You're making it slower for everyone. Yeah, I was like, because then I can't, I can't tell you a joke. Like, I mean, I'm good at, like, coming up with shit on the spot and, like, doing that, but that's not what I prepared. Yeah. I spent time on this, and that fucking sucks. I'm, it's open mic. I'm there to practice. Yeah, I'm there to practice. Like, I, I do these jokes pretty much almost the exact same set unless, like, I finally go, oh, yeah, this joke sucks. I can't make this work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not getting laughs. And then I replace it. But I do that because I like what I do. And if I got to go, how was your day? It sucked. My day sucked. How how is yours? This isn't funny for anyone. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Do you, do you want to go have a drink? Right. Like, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk? All right. Cool. Wait till like, get the fuck off the stage, and then we can go have a drink, and I can tell you how stupid you are. Yeah. Like we had one comic went up, and he was talking about his mother, and one of the ladies said, "I know his mom." I'm like nobody gives a shit. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Tell the fucking joke. Yeah. And. uh is it pertinent information? It Do you was, know his mom and she's a... She's a nice lady. Fucking nice... <laughs> is she a shit... Is she like the fucking... Is it misery? Is she shutting turds in laptops? Yeah, she's shutting <laughs> turds in laptops. That's it, that's what I need to know. That's yeah. pertinent information. But the comic can tell me that. Yeah, but that's his job, not... Yeah. Unless sure. he didn't know. And then we all just found out collectively... And then it's just a, it's a whole new can of worms. So getting getting rid of the bro dudes. Yeah, get rid of the fucking bro dudes. They suck. Uh, if you're new at comedy, uh, don't do stupid things. You're not Anthony Jeselnik. He didn't start that way. Yeah. It's a character that he made. Yeah. Over a very long and very good career. And that very famous person still makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but you're not him. So no one knows you, and you just look like an absolute turd. Turd boy. Yeah. No, that's that's good advice. Yeah. So if new comics out there, uh, don't do that. So do you have any advice for? I mean, any? Wait. Well, I guess that was your advice for new comics. Just yeah. don't don't punch down. Don't punch down. Uh, make sure make sure your stuff is funny. Like, ask a bunch of people. Go to open mics. Yes. Uh, go to yeah. Go to open mics. They're really they're You will find out what is funny and what's not funny, because every audience is different, and you can gauge like what works with certain audiences. And if you walk into a room and you say an anti-Semitic joke and no one laughs, you should probably never do that joke again. Yeah. Because I've heard really dumb jokes that I've laughed at, and I was like, okay, cool. Like you can make that joke work. Like there's some structure there, but I've never once told a joke. And had nobody laugh because I don't punch down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I try yeah, to. You aren't targeting anybody. I, I don't or... target. A, I don't target people or groups of like vulnerable groups because I think it might be funny. No, because that's 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 gross. Um, yeah. Just be better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice for aspiring IT professionals? Do it. It's a really good field. Um, just go for it, go for it. Um, there's always going to be a job in the field, uh, whether it is very, very small, like just going and plugging things in all the way to being a technician at Cisco and working on their stuff. Like there's, there's, there's a job for everyone. And if you're interested in it, you can do that job. Um, 
I know people who are in biomedical and they only work on like MRI machines and things like that. And that sounds super interesting. And I know people who literally just unplug and plug in different cables all day yep. at a server farm. <laughs> yeah. So like the, f- the field is very broad and you can do whatever you want. Perfect. Um, do you got anything to plug promote? Um, you going to come do the mic? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, lots of open mics. If you're in Tulsa, <laughs> come and come out and see me, uh, roundhouse overalls. They're really great. <laughs> they're not paying me, but I just hope everyone, uh, gets a good quality pair of overalls. They're good. They're the gold standard. They're the gold standard. Um, don't talk to cops. Good advice. Um, and uh, hug your loved ones because they're not always going to be here. Uh, keep them very close. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Wonderful. You can catch me at Heirloom Rustic Ales on the 18th of June at 8 p.m. It's my complaint show. It's where we're going to have nine comics, draw topics, and complain. And the top three are going to get to do a set. And then on the 26th at the Shrine, I'm doing a pride show for Mac Taylor's Comedy Review with sketches, musical numbers. We got uh, Drag King. We got everything. It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, Cher's going to be there. So don't miss that shit. Um, Mac Taylor's Comedy Review. I'm going to do a set there, too. Um, you can catch me every week at Starlight Comedy uh, Open Mic. And Hannah, you got anything else? You can catch me smoking weed. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Good night. This has been a Booger Satan Bitch Fest production.